One thing I will apologize for and then one thing I will never apologize for. I will apologize for the fact that I sound like a smoker. I went for a bike ride and afterwards, today, I just like, I feel like I smoked like 30 packs. So I feel like I should just be talking like this, you know, the whole time tonight. And that's actually kind of how I want to talk, but I'm going to try not to. So I apologize for that. What I will not apologize for ever is the long form of this reading. Because the church gives an option to do the short form. I love the long form. I will pick it a thousand times out of a thousand. I will pick it every day of the week and twice on Sunday or on the feast day of Our Lady's birth. Why the heck do we have all these names, right? Well, there's a real reason. And there's a reason it should never be skipped over. God works in human history. In human history. So all these ancestors of Jesus, God is at work preparing the way for the fullness of time when he will come as one of us. Not just as God, distant, but God with us. Emmanuel, that's what the name means, God with us. And how does God do that? He works in history, in human history, not in abstractions, but in realities, in real lives of real people. And so that's why I love these names. And if you know your scriptural history, you know that this is a checkered past. Like some of these people are great and some of them are not great. Some of them we don't know anything about. They're nondescript. And that's human reality. There's greatness in humans. There's sinfulness in humans. It's in Jesus' history. Think David in particular, the great King David. We sing his praises, we sing his psalms that he wrote himself. The great King David was an adulterer and a murderer. Human reality. Rahab, who's mentioned in this genealogy, is a harlot. And God uses all of it. Some of these people have great doubts. Solomon, the great king, right? He builds the temple and then he abandons the Lord and gives himself over to lust. That's real. God uses all of that. See, we tend to think that God only uses the perfect people and that's a bit of a danger on a day when we honor Our Lady because she is sinless. And more about that later. But God uses human realities, the mess. He uses the mess. Uh, pope Benedict the Sixteenth, great Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, he says, we find ourselves in the hands of a God who writes straight with crooked lines. That's this genealogy, God writing straight with crooked lines, using even sinfulness to still further his plan of salvation because he's bigger than human sinfulness. Our sins don't frustrate the design of God ultimately. Now they can frustrate his design in our lives ultimately, but he's sovereign, he's bigger, and he can use even sin to draw out goodness. And if you doubt that in your own life, then I need to point you to the crucifix because there is where God is using even sin to make good and great things happen for us. St. Paul says, all things work for the good of those who love God. All things, 
all means all, if we love God, if we bring even our brokenness, even our frailties to God out of love, make them an offering out of love to him, then it works for our good. That's the gift of my life on Wednesday night, being a priest who hears confessions. It's incredible to see how God uses even brokenness to draw good and to bring good into people's lives if they bring that brokenness to him out of love. That's every confession. Jesus, I love you. Even if we're like, I'm sorry, I feel guilty, I want this burden lifted, there's still a spark of love that moves hearts to go to confession. And then when that offering happens, God draws great good out of even the shipwreck of sin. Now, let's talk Mary for a second. All this that we hear about in this genealogy conduces to this great line right before the very familiar phrase of the gospel or the passage of the gospel that we hear on Christmas. We go through all these names, right? And we get to this. Matthew, the father of Jacob, Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of her, was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. So Mary is at the end of this genealogy, all this movement, generation after generation after generation after generation, brings us to Joseph and to Mary. And of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. What does God want? He wants contact with humanity. That's why there's all these generations. He wants contact with humanity. And he wants humans to say yes to him. And that's why we honor Our Lady. Again, we don't worship her. We worship Jesus, God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We worship God alone. We honor her. Because when God wanted contact with her, he found a human heart that just said yes. No hesitation, no shadow of doubt, no stain of sin. Her heart ready and responsive to say yes to the initiative of God to come close, to be with humanity. That's why she's the pattern of the church because, and she's the first and the best disciple because that's how we should live our lives. Every path of the church is a Marian path because we respond to the grace of God. That's what she wants for us, to learn from her so that God can have contact, real contact with us in our human realities. She did it first, she did it best, and she can teach us how to do it. So as we celebrate her birthday today, that's what we want to learn from her. The gift that we can give her is the gift of trusting her son. That's what she would want. So that even though we're not stainless, we're, we're not sinless, okay? Even though that hasn't happened in our own lives like it happened in hers, we can say yes like she did and trust our Lord more today than yesterday. Bring our human realities to him and say, I give you this out of love 
so that you can have real contact with me in my life, that you can be close to me, that you can be Emmanuel, God with me, not distant, but close. That is exactly what she would want for us. And more importantly, that's what her son wants. So let's follow her example. Let's ask her to pray for us, to intercede for us, so that we can truly say yes to Jesus, who is our Lord and our Savior.